What is another episode of Fly Casual? So welcome back, ladies and germs. That's right. If your ears are bleeding, you're in the right place. Tonight, we are talking about the Guilty Pleasure albums. That's right. You're in for another reach around on another brand spanking new Fly Casual. Let's get ready to ring We're going to go around. It's McLaughlin. This is Dana Carvey as Wait. John McLaughlin style. Ready? Wait. Wait Ready? What? We're going Whoa. around the table. I don't know what's happening. We're going to tell you. You're going to tell me your favorite Spice Girl right Ooh. now. Mickey Mike and Mikey Mookum. Forty. Ginger. Wrong. Howie Howerson. Forty. Wrong. Cross Garrick. Cumin. Wrong. The correct answer was scary spice. You wanted scary spice. Scary spice was the answer we were looking for. Moving right along. The right answer. Why don't we have cinnamon spice? Why wasn't there a cinnamon spice? Yeah, but ginger was in Playboy. Or a sugar. Why is there a garam marsala? Sugar and spice. (laughs) I want that now. Sugar and spice. And everything nice. Everything nice. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. These three ingredients. Chemical X. Yeah, and Chemical X. <laughs> forgot about it. Can we, can we all agree, though, yeah. Posh? Weird. Like, like the they're all weird. weird. Posh is the... They're one. weird, but Posh... Posh is when you're a teenager I, and you get it, you get the night shift job as a security guard in a in a, in a, in a, uh, in a department store. She's the one mannequin that makes you feel funny. Right. It's weird. <laughs> oh, you're not sure yeah, why. Yeah, like the movie, The Mannequin. I never found it. I never... I mean... By, like, <laughs> and Mannequin 2, Ghost in the Hood. By like modern <laughs> beauty standards, like Posh should be like the hottest. No, I But she's I not agree. for some reason. I agree. I she know. she is by... by by the numbers, the hottest, but I've never found her the hottest. No, me. I mean, as, as long as we're objectifying Spice Girls, yep. Scary Spice, I'm all in. <sighs> yeah, all in, yeah. except for Ginger. But Dude, yeah. that that hair, that Scary Spice hair, man, I'm a sucker. Look at that big old hair. I know the curly hair. Oh. I know. I'm with you there, brother. I'm with you there. Woo, son. Woo. Woo. Well, that's enough Spice Girls bull crap. Yeah, Welcome let me back. take this off the TV now. Yeah, guys. so I quit objectifying these poor women who mm. literally made a career from it. Uh we're we're welcome back, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Fly casual. It's another time for the old reach around. Oh yeah, that's right. Special, honk, honk. Uh, special ongoing fly <laughs> casual uh, edition <laughs> where the four of us pick something horrible, maybe. <laughs> To make someone good. else have no. to experience. Maybe. Maybe they like it. Maybe they don't. You'll we'll find out to? on an all new Fly Casual. Which... Hey, uh, oh, 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 oh. And so, uh, what, what episode? 272? Oh. 272, I think. Nice. Yep. Oh, yep. It's a palindrome. Hey, we're, we're moving right along. <laughs> a palindrome oh, of numbers. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Well, no, it's not. 272 is, <laughs> is out. Well, if it's backwards, it's 272. <laughs> Except the numbers are backwards for some reason. Oh, weird. Weirdness. Howie, can you take what TikTok you off the screen, too? Because whatever nope. that girl's doing to her nope. face is nope. screaming. You are going to have to endure this. You yeah. are a 40-some-odd-year-old man. Until we get through the docket, oh, you're going to have no. to endure this on the screen. You're just trying to make me get through the docket faster, so I better get to yeah. the intros. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Corey over there. Mike. Hey Corey, how you doing? I'm uh I'm doing okay. All right. Uh okay. I'll tell you what I want though. What, what do you, you want? Really, really, really want? I want to stop talking about Spice Girls. Let's do it. Right now. Yep. 
Speaking oh. of not talking about Spice Girls, over there, Master Controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Yep. TikTok. True. No. Mm. No. It's going to happen. No, sir. Tonight, no. it will happen. You'll get to no. feast your ears on Silencio. some. Do you know how China gets your social security? La bouche. Did you hear that the, la bouche. the the medicine coming out for COVID-19 oh. uh, is uh, <laughs> it's working? Are they, are they transmitting it over 5G? There's uh, some patent. <laughs> that would be the proper there's place a, to put the vaccine. There's a patent for this um, uh, medication. It's a treatment medication. Uh, I've already, and, I've already uh, invested. I'm, and the patent fully vested. The, uh, well, hold on. on. Funko. Hold on. The patent is uh, shared uh, between the Gateses. The, the Gate, Bill and Melinda the Gates, Gates. The Bill and Melinda Gates. Son of a bitch. They uh, uh, oh, no. Stay tuned. There's, there's a, a couple. Uh, like the World Health, uh, Health Will, yeah, those World those, Health who? Organization, those but who? A-holes. But uh, a big, a big name, uh, big name on it is China. <laughs> who? Where is That's this how they get back in front of this economy situation. <laughs> and the other interesting thing <laughs> is, if you look at the numbers reported, yeah, China has dropped to like zero. Oh, really? Wow. Because we trust the Chinese. It's a good thing. I trust the Chinese people, Michael. <laughs> I don't trust the Chinese government. Oh, that's how this Well, works. the Chinese government is We're the clear. people, Everything's Corey. Safe now. It's the People's it Republic Yeah, it does China. say it right in the name. <laughs> right there in the name. What was I thinking? So there's your COVID update. All right. All right. Thank God. Speaking of viral over there, Cross Pond Down Views, Mr. Greg Najer. He's got the viral. I got He can't help but that he acquired the diseases while he's passing yep. through his mother's vaginal cavity. Mm. Yeah. Put that on hey, TikTok. Hey, Mike. <laughs> and make all the TikTok books. Hey, my, the tick bucks. Yeah. Hey, my, I get tick yeah, bucks. The right? TT bucks. I feel like I'm relatively. <laughs> when do I get the talk change? <laughs> yeah. I'm relatively tipsy. Okay. <laughs> but I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's my vaginas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's all the kinds of the vaginas. The gear like got the cold. I don't know if this episode's actually going to end. We might just walk away from the mics. <laughs> we might just fall down. <laughs> yeah. And not get back up. We'll wake up the it's next a, morning. Oh, we're hello. still recording. Oh, it's gonna yeah. fade to black like Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, no, I think Mike and Corey are gonna fade to black here pretty soon. <laughs> hey, hey, you're I see a red door and I want to paint from the red bush bottle. Bam, bam, I'm not. Bam, well, it's not like I just drained the bottle. There's all that's left in it. So it was a full dirty bottle like five I'm minutes just ago. Saying, it feels I'm, like I, <laughs> I have a cocktail. You don't. <laughs> so many drunken responses that that I would find hilarious, and literally no one else would, except for the fact that they know that I'm. And they know that I know that you know. Mm, you know that Howie knows. That's true. I know okay. most things. You know what I know? It's time for the docket. I'm gonna do first. Uh, um, I'm gonna go first because uh, mine's mine was somebody else's docket a couple weeks ago. Here we go. Oh, uh, you're ripping off dockets I'm, now. I'm docket ripping because I got inspired after we had hey, our great debate about season two of Westworld. Woo! I was correct. Oh boy, 
You guys were like, you were like the weekend. You guys were like it was like one one and a half episodes with the whole set or if show. You put all world. together, it's like one and one half. Episodes. It was three episodes mm-hmm. that it was in. It's not the full episode though. Uh, oh, congratulations! It's you know what it was though. Too much of any episode. So <laughs> I I I actually rewatched. Thanks, Mike. I rewatched the last episode I watched, which which was the one that was the most that way, and I also hated it again. I hated it. Surprise! You hate good things. Yep. And then the next episode was like, okay, we're kind of moving past this, and then I enjoyed the hell out of it. I powered through season two in like a day. You guys are right. I'm into season three. Which, Mike, give me your effing phone right no, now. Not happening. Go give ahead. Give me your phone. Tell me all about it, Corey. And then, uh, <laughs> and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying season three despite how, like, like egregiously different it, it is. is. Fast it's paced, so man. Get it on is, the train. Toot, toot. I, I will say that it is much faster paced so far. I think I'm two or three episodes in. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul. I was like, this feels like hackney. Sweet. And then started watching. It was like, no, this is interesting. And it not because it has anything to do with Westworld. It's just that the story's good and mm-hmm. he's good. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that it's even involved with the Westworld right. story. Right. This is just good and entertaining. And mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. Yep. Except he doesn't say pooch like at all. Yeah, not really. Did you see uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. Uh, dude, dude. Oh, that's right. There's Game of Thrones. In- oh, Game uh, of. You would have seen it by now. Yes. No, I no, I I have not. You would have. I I shouldn't. I uh, should have known by now. You you yeah. You should have known by now. I uh, yeah. I have not seen Game of Thrones yet. Uh, but what? yeah, I. Like it was the, pretty obvious. The first episode was was intentionally. You, you have not watched it. The first episode of the season three was obviously a curveball, trying to make you think that Westworld's done, and that this is a whole new thing, more or less, with some of the characters. But then, of course, the end of that first episode is that sort of truth bomb of that. No, it's still involved. Yeah, and what they did to pick up on some of the hints from the last season right away and just bang it right out in that second episode was kind of badass, Mm -hmm. especially with like this uh, security head of security guy and all that. Yeah. I'm, I haven't watched another episode. Like I binged a lot and then I haven't watched any in several days. I'm thinking maybe tomorrow night I might have a little time myself, some popcorn, down and power through some more. Mm -hmm. Enjoying it. Thank you guys. For blasting me enough to get me through that. Now I just got to get Mike back on board. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike, Mike, board. Mike, Mike. I, it, there's a payoff. It, it really does. It, it pays off. Mm-hmm. And season two, you guys, you guys made it sound like season two is so confusing that it makes no sense whatsoever, and that's true. <laughs> but it's not as bad as I thought it'd be. Like, oh, like you watch it a second time. No, 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 no. Because I didn't watch most of it a second time. I watched most of it for the first time, and <clears throat> although. To go back and try to actually weave together the timeline is an exercise in futility. Yes. What I had to accept was that the exact order of events, although I, I'm pretty, I'm fairly confident that it makes sense if you really commit to dissecting it, you don't need to dissect it to understand the theme and and like what's going on well, with the- So uh, kind of like the Goldbergs? Yeah, I mean, no, but yeah. yeah. Like, you you can just kind of accept that. But with the Goldbergs, you have to accept the fact that this is patently false. <laughs> with this, you <laughs> That's have... That's part of the fun. Yeah, it is, really. But with this, you have to accept, like, all right, I'm pretty sure that there's not a lot of loose ends here, that they 
that it's pretty tight, but I'm not going to think about it because it's just so convoluted that thematically I'm just going to accept what they're doing and it makes sense and mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. So big thumbs up. Thank you guys. That's I'm, it for me. I'm actually a little surprised, but awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mike. Um, I don't really have a whole lot. <laughs> I don't have much of a like, life. I've just been I haven't watched around, anything. Eating off in the dark. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, that's clo- a good that's pretty close. Yeah. That's pretty close to the truth. Um, the only thing I can come up with is I just don't turn the lights off. Like, like for the past six months I or so, I enjoy watching myself. Howie has been sending us fucking TikTok videos. To it's watch. still on the screen. Damn it! You know and. And they're annoying as piss. I yes. don't know why he does it. You click on them. That's your mistake. It says TikTok right there in the text message. I know. And you, you're right. I, I started clicking on that. And this guess day, what I'm doing now. To this day, one of my closest best friends, and I will not click on a single thing he says. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like ignore. I, yeah. The funny thing is, is I send it on the uh, on the, in the uh Text and I was like, I know Corey's not going to click. Yeah, on this, you know it. But Mike will probably. Yeah, Garrick maybe. I pretty much click on him, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so now it's 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 pretty much replaced Twitter. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't go to Twitter. Twitter is a. It, it's amazing a how it's Twitter manages to out dumpster fire itself yeah. every day, and, yeah. th- and that's why TikTok is better than Twitter. So yeah. I will go to TikTok, and and it. I even I think I told you guys, or maybe Howie beforehand. It takes me about. 10 flips to get to something that's worth watching because most of it flips i don't know you, 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 you flip it up to go to the next one garrett 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 don't there, ask it's, it's called ticking <laughs> okay tick to the next one but when Whatever. you go down it's yeah. called talking dear god because yeah. the, the yeah, first 10 first talking. 10 i swear and maybe you're into this but the first 10 are like girls in bikinis dancing to the same fucking song over Wait, what song? and over. Which, I don't know. It's always something. Uh, whatever the new song will be, like in a few weeks, it will be something. I'm Here's the thing. I love girls in bikinis. Really, Not if anymore, we were to stop and to dissect, I, I'm, I'm tired. If we we're going to stop and dissect it, <laughs> it's tired. probably one of my favorite things. Sure. But these what I what I know things. is that the end thing right now is do these awkward cutesy dances. The the, la- the lack of creativity on TikTok and it, is and astounding. That grosses me out. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, okay, yeah. You get to the age group that those girls are in are meant for, and, and, and guys we start too. seeing daughters well, <laughs> instead uh, of girls. No, they they have, they lack any cre- creativity. They're just mimicking each There's other. Not- yeah. But then you get to the other videos, right? That the off the wall stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you're like, oh, okay, this. And, and honestly, I'm the same way in Imager. I swipe, yeah. swipe, 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 yep. and I'm like, oh, this dump <laughs> is 48 memes long, but I've never seen the first three, so I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same thing with TikTok. I mean, yeah. this, this is the whole. Yeah, I said no. Yeah. So they're few. <laughs> they're few and far between, but. That's what's replaced Twitter for me. You're, you're prospecting for gold in them thar hills. Yeah. yeah, you know what? And I'm sorry. Yes, and I'll prospect all day instead of uh, and swimming in the Twitter toilet because I can't do it anymore. It's Honestly, awful. I have it been so terrible. social media inactive in a time where you think I would have more time to be so. I got back on Facebook think? for like a day or two. I'll do like, Facebook. And got bored. I got I'll, bored. I'll do Facebook and look at like oh, my... People are going back to Facebook. Yeah. Oh no. Well, what have we done? I mean, I'll look at, I'll look at my friend's kids. I mean, that's fun for that, but that's about it. Are they in bikinis? Anyway, oh, uh, Garrick, what's on what? your docket? <laughs> Saving Butt me for last again. Yep. Two. 
What? Boy 2. Oh, no, 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 no. What? Huh? No? <laughs> two cheeks, two butts. They haven't made butt a second one. Two. Yet. two cheeks, one butt. I thought it was Anus Girl. Yeah. Oh, they find wait, out. Wait, that what? No, that's whole, on Mike's friend's Facebook. They found oh, out right. the whole first butt boy took place in another person's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's buttception. Now they got butt centipede going on. Uh, yeah. It's, and they could do probably infinite sequels. It's just a, they just, just go keep to going another into butt. another colon. Infinite butt, butt regress. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, not really. What I've been watching is a TV show. Came out in 2017 originally. It's in the first season. It's called American Gods. I have heard, heard a this? lot about this show, and I feel mm-hmm. like I might like it, but I've not known anybody who's watched it. So, <laughs> well, here goes. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Neil Gaiman. I have. A no. Writer, I thought it was, was Gaiman. Gaiman, yeah, sorry. I don't know, He's though. a writer. Yeah. I don't know how it's pronounced. Yeah. yeah. But he writes, you know, weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like weird shit, you should really check it out. So the the basic plot, I've I've seen the first season, that's it. The basic plot is there's there's gods, right? Like uh, Yes. That's a good name Odin. then. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, like there there's so so there's pretty much a um a rift. So there's the old gods, like you got Odin, you got uh the Queen of Sheba, you got uh um, She was a god? What? Or I guess she's like yeah, I guess. So. Okay. I, I don't know. I can't remember what her god name is because they're really weird. Okay. And you got like all these different gods. You got leprechauns, jins, but they're all they all look like normal people. But they're all they've all through because different circumstances budgets. come to America. And now the I <clears throat> the way it works is I guess they get more power the more worshippers they have. So obviously like the old gods are are kind of losing power to the new gods. Which are technology, uh, globalization, right. and I think media or something like that. And what really drew me to this is the cast. Because it's like someone just pulled out a bunch of people who were kind of down on their luck acting-wise. Because <laughs> you got Emily Browning, who's one of the main characters, who's Emily from, Browning, uh, Emily from he's on Sucker the Punch fame. What's, what's oh, called? that's our okay. Yeah, that's our main. Yeah. That's what's, uh, what's baby. American, American Gods. American Gods. Yeah, Ian McShane, who's the uh, hotel owner, and oh, I like Ian John McShane. Wick. Yeah, he's awesome. He plays Odin. He's great. Uh, and he, he is he still Glover. alive? I feel like he died recently. <laughs> oh, I IMDb know. man. I don't know. You remember Crispin Glover from the? Uh, oh my God, Back he's still the future. He's still a thing. Yeah, he's the main uh, antagonist, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he is uh, great. Like, he is, because he, he's, you know, he's got this creepy quietness to him, mm-hmm. which just makes him all the more freaky oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. You got Orlando Jones. Or- I oh, love nice. Orlando Jones. Yeah. Oh, he's, nice. he's like a totally different character than I've seen him play in anything. Dude, that guy's got range. I remember being on Mad TV going, this mm. guy is should this guy's better actor than comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got range. Is this he is plays, this the role that he got canceled on or whatever? Um or is that know, a maybe. different show? It could be. I don't know. Apparently he, he did something very offensive and oh, in, really? in the uh uh the I don't know Twitter Nazis uh, went after 
Oh, that's too bad. He was, I like his, his character's great. You're actually <laughs> allowed to be okay with people who get canceled. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I'm totally I've been okay. Wa- I'm still actually, watching the Cosby show, people. you guys. <laughs> those are my favorite people. Yeah, yeah right. But yeah, the, the plot is basically uh, this guy's getting out of prison um, and then his wife dies. So he meets Ian McShane's character, Odin, which he calls that himself such Mr. A, Wednesday. That's such Mr. an Wednesday. interesting, the Ian McShane as Odin, like never in my wildest casting, like <laughs> yeah. madness. But He's but so I love Ian McShane. Talk yeah. about talk about somebody who popped into, uh, who how he popped into Game of Thrones briefly. Yeah, what a oh, great moment right. he had in that show that's with right. the with the yeah. hound. Yeah, yeah. This is a very very strange. Oh, that's right. Violence in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. violent. It's very violent. Very. There's a lot of nudity, a lot of uh, swearing, and all that oh, good stuff. I am so in. <laughs> <laughs> You're just selling this, it that much harder. The story is just like off the wall, but still somehow makes sense. And I, I love mm. season one. I'll probably check out season two honest later. to god i really assumed that crispin glover was just like working in a nursing home oh. somewhere <laughs> yeah oh he's so good that's the like, thing he's always been he's one of those people who no one wanted to work with because he was mad but yet you kind of thought that he may be a mad genius like it's always right. one of those where he's like you're yep. just not sure you always question yeah 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 he's he's only in uh a handful of episodes i think in the first season mm-hmm. Because he doesn't show up near till the end, but he is—he's great. Oh, guy from the Mandalorian, the doctor from Mandalorian, the one that was trying to study Ah, the baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays—he plays a taxi driver or something. Yeah, and that it cracks me up because there's Um, a leprechaun, and he's like the typical like potty mouth, hard drinking Irish guy. But he's like six and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, I thought leprechauns are supposed to be like, you know, smaller. And he's like, that's a racial stereotype. It's because funny. it's funny if we just get around yeah. that script wise. Jillian Anderson's <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah, she's um, she's great. She plays, she plays media, the, uh, media, goddess of media. Yeah. And she shows up in like as Lucille Ball. No which way! Is amazing. That might weird like me out. She shows out up in as a, different sh- characters throughout the. If she shows up as Lucille Ball, I might be sexually confused for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, she she dresses up like David Bowie at one point. Now that would She's, really sexually confuse me, yeah. but that wouldn't be the first time for people to be sexually confused by David. Yeah. Bowie. Oh, Marilyn Monroe too. That was pretty. <gasps> cool. That wouldn't confuse me. That would just reinforce me. <laughs> yeah, but if you like weird stuff and. Cool, um, I guess supernatural type stuff. Check it out. It's definitely you're you're preaching to my choir there. Yeah. I'm still nervous about it though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. But good. Would, going going not knowing what to expect is probably the best way. You to had do me it. at exorbitant nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's not good. But it's there. <laughs> oh, damn it. Don't say that. What does that mean when four straight dudes are talking to each other exactly? I damn couldn't it. imagine. It's a lot of dogs. No, it has nothing uh, to do with being it. straight. There's just some some oh, like disturbing nudity. <laughs> yeah. It's not just it's not like the scenes in Walk Hard where there's just dongs on the screen for like five minutes straight. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, that. I bet that, I disturbing. bet that chick was hot if she's not being dismembered on screen, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, gotcha. Or like rape scenes where that's always the worst. Um, that's like the literal ah, worst. Geez. That's yeah, when it's nah. like, I just want to forward through it. Don't want to. Yeah, that's oh, gross. man. Anyhow, speaking of that, uh, Howie, 
Thanks for that. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't leave that there. Well, yeah. So, um, what you're gonna get, and you're gonna have to deal with it, is I got two things. Um, Whoa, Mister Mister, oh, yell man. at people about the rules. Well, one, mine is just a follow up from last time. I believe it was last. Oh, time. so you're ripping yourself off and doing a yep. double. Yep. So I finished not only the first season but the second season of Money Heist. Money Heist. Really enjoying it. Really. A lot. Did they heist money? I'll tell you this though. Spanish speaking money heist. The single heist Portuguese. has has span has uh two seasons for the single heist. Wow. So you don't expect the heist to wrap up at the end of season one is That's what you're telling correct. me. Um but it makes sense. So it's writing really themselves good. into a corner, damn it. <laughs> well, we'll see about season three where those goes. That's that's the thing. I'm like I'm a little trepidatious with yeah. going into season three. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Update on the money heist. <sighs> the other thing is swig of Mountain Dew. I needed a swig of Mountain Dew for this next thing. You get me through it. Oh, I'll yeah. take a swig of good old good old bushy, red bush here. Uh, gotta make sure volumes up. <sighs> oh, Damn no. it! Oh. You get to do a TikTok. Uh, I wanted to do a TikTok. You get a multimedia presentation. When did you get it's yelled at? <laughs> Mike, turn down your shit. It sounds too loud while I'm you're talking. Just, yeah, we're literally <laughs> on a different subject, and you're playing videos on your phone, <laughs> old man. You're welcome, I'm Grandpa. I'm sorry. All right, so I found this this video, and it works for me on so many levels. I'm just gonna play it. And you guys will enjoy the sound, but you will not be able to see. Oh, I've heard this. Go ahead. Okay. The listeners cannot possibly understand what's happening right now. We're going to talk about it afterwards. (laughs) Sounds like a bunch of screeching. Howie's Howie's uh, docketing the Gaither vocal band. All right, so screw TikTok, <laughs> but take me to that website. <laughs> so this is a website. It has mouths on it that you with <laughs> dot eyes above yeah, with dot eyes above creepy them. looking hot dog lip mouths. You click on the the lips. And you drag their lips down, and of course they make Har- beautiful harmony. Beautiful harmony. <laughs> it okay. works for me on so many levels that I just had to share this with you. I will agree that that works on multiple levels because it looks <laughs> disturbing. Yes, but yet it's pretty, which makes it more disturbing. Yeah, yeah. and then the the musicality of it all is just yeah. so. I'm a, and the teeth. Just, oh. <laughs> I I will try to find the, the yeah that URL website. on the screen is not friendly at all. Yeah, I will try to find the website that you can do this yourself at. Uh, so yeah, something choir with lots of whatever creepy lips, dot eyes. Scary. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I know it would sound awesome. It, it it the visuals make the 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 creepy visuals make the 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 dulcet tones. A little more effect, impactful, impactful, impactful. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, no more TikToks ever again. Oh no, <laughs> they'll come every once in a while. No. No. You want to do another one? No, Mr. Superman. No. It's not me. Shit, but the day I met her at the door, I told her she would have 
Why am I not talking over this? Oh, this keeps going. That's great. Yeah, you talked over the punchline. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know there was a punchline coming. I just thought there it was. was. I just yeah. thought it was endless suffering. Oh no, it's just just Corey. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's endless suffering of its own sort. Well, Howie, thanks for letting opening the door for Mike to do that bullcrap. I hope yeah. you're proud of yourself. I am very proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew of the three of you. Mike would be the one. <laughs> Mike would be the one. You got me on TikTok videos. What can I say? Yeah, they're they're enjoyable. Yeah, Mike's drunk enough to start. You can hear him. Mark, yeah. Mike yeah. is now at the level of drunk that he's doing 1990s comedian tones. Hey, wait, oh, yeah. hey what you got me think about what TikTok? I'm standing in front of in front of a fake brick wall. It doesn't tick. It doesn't you know, talk. One of the most. Dis- <laughs> What's the, the deal with TikTok? <laughs> one of the, one of the more disturbing things is when. Um, Howie Mandel got on TikTok, <laughs> and he was making TikTok videos. And they were terrible. Was he doing his they, Bobby voice? They were all terrible. They, I mean, he wouldn't. Ba- he basically not do anything. And then initially, he'd be getting a lot of likes, and then a lot of people was like, "Okay, this is dumb." Yeah, he can't dance at all. No. Yeah, and he, he so yeah. clearly he has no place on TikTok. He can't, when he, he can't wears act. a bikini, <laughs> not hot, yeah. not hot. Yeah, he can't not, act, not to us. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that he has humor, any value guys. when it comes to TikTok. Speaking of not having any value, let's wrap up the TikTok discussion. It's time for some news. <laughs> hey. hey, that has less TikTok, value than TikTok. TikTok. No, because it's not cable network news, so there's some value. Oh, okay, good point. Some value. Well, boy. It's not a negative sum total value. Don't you play that. Don't you dare, you <laughs> bastard. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It's scarier that their creepy looking mouths are somewhat vagina shaped. I don't know. Their tongues are just sticking out straight, waggling. That's great. (laughs) I'm not. You asked for this, man. I need an adult. I asked for this in no way. That is a lie. Nope, nope. Oh, the resolution at the end is just. That's the mouse closing. <laughs> Let, let's let's uh, let's close that and clear our browser history. In news this week, we got TikTok videos. Bring up the next one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Woo, well, TikTok. it's late. <laughs> I best be turning in, friends. Oh no! In news this week, Spider-Man three. Wait, you guys, Woo, uh, hearing about the, uh, the one with Sandman the and Spider-Man's? Venom? No, no, not that one. <laughs> This would be the, the one new, with all the villains? the new the new theoretical Spider-Man's oh, three. The one the ones with the all the villains from the Spider-Man. What are no. they called? What are they called? The the hateful eight. What? No, no. <laughs> the, the no, on, you're wrong. Bads. What are they called? The Sinister Six. The Sinister Six. That's the one. No, you're wrong. The ones that they set up in the Andrew Garfield second Spider-Man movie yes. and never followed through on. Right. Yeah, Is you would be one? wrong. No, not that one. Oh darn. No, we're talking about the who's the new Spider-Man? Me. Not Miles Morales. It's always Garrick. <laughs> it's always Garrick. Garrick. Well, Garrick's going to like, well, I don't know if he'll like this story or not. It oh, involves no. someone that he. Well, they already killed one of the Sinister Six. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. Which, oh, that's right. Electro. 
Or not Electro. Uh, no. uh, uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. Mysterio, man. And yeah, the, right. then they, they killed the Shocker, too. Is, is Shocker one of Sinister Six? <laughs> the Shocker. No, here, you're confusing the it with shocker. Electro, who has similar powers. <laughs> yeah. And also sometimes appears with oh a similar my, padded costume. Mike is drunk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think? Keep drinking. All right. So there's been this uh, persisting rumor going around the Spider-Man 3 movie that uh, one... Charlie Cox may be involved. No. Daredevil! You may or may not know who the Charlie Cox is. Yes, Daredevil! The good Daredevil! Daredevil. <laughs> not uh, not Batfleck Daredevil. Not, no, the good one. Not, the good Daredevil. Not Batfleck, yeah, no. Not that guy. Hey, but he wasn't terrible. This uh, wasn't mm, good. <laughs> mm, it just wasn't so, good. Hey, yeah, Garrick, I don't know if All I right. so there's you are this... you are viewing that daredevil through a rose-colored cowl, my friend. It's been a while since <laughs> there's been this persisting rumor that uh, Daredevil is gonna show up in Spidey 3. There's no way they would do something that awesome. There's just no way. There's no way, yeah. there's no way there's that no would way. be the way that that would get me to go see it. There's yeah. no well, way Charlie Cox has chimed in on the matter. Oh, and he says, "Fuck that noise! I'm not in Spidey 3. So, oh, so Thank goodness, because I thought I'd have to go watch he it. Plays <laughs> such, he plays such a nice, well-mannered blind guy in the show, but he's got such a potty mouth in real Wait a life. Minute. Oh, well, isn't that some exactly what someone would say if they didn't want you to know? No, I agree. That would be cool as hell. If they did that. Yeah, no, that's too cool for them. But yeah, way yeah. too cool. Especially also, since... Also, Netflix might still have their fingers in that bowl. Like, they might not be allowed. Well, 11 yeah. hours yeah. ago, there was a news story that says Disney Plus can revive Daredevil in fall of 2020, but Charlie Clock, Clocks, Cox still doubts season four. Well, Aww. I don't season think, I don't so think season four would be wise. I think doing something altogether new with that same actor character... Like I think just picking up and doing a new season would be stupid. I also no. think because they already oh, crapped they on, got bullseye now. <laughs> I also think they crapped True. on the defenders. So that's yeah. also stupid. Well, but if they were to incorporate Charlie Cox's Daredevil into something else, that could be that would be cool. Like a movie? It would be cool, mm. but I think like Shadowland. I mean, to me it didn't make sense from the beginning when this rumor jumped up because I mean at first Those they made this worlds. sound like it was part of the the MCU because <laughs> yeah. remember that first season yeah. they were they were playing they it were up talking about, about the incident event or the, the incident, incident yeah, yeah whatever it was the New York invasion right but then after that yeah they pretty much kind of poo-pooed all over it and said yeah no this isn't really part of that well yeah I mean the Bobiger came Boom. right out or you know and said uh no <laughs> was it what was it Bob Iger or uh, what's his nuts Mar head of Marvel? I think this was around the time where they had Feige? decided that yeah, they Feige. were um, going to cancel these shows. Yeah, actually, I think this is around the time where Disney was going. Let's do our own thing. Yes, with yeah. blackjack and hookers. Boo. Thank you, Disney. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, once again. Um, they, so ultimately, mm. let's agree they weren't wrong. Disney Plus is a huge success. They're headed in a good direction. Mm. I haven't watched Disney Slowly. Plus. After Mandalorian's been over with, I've not touched Thank Disney you. Plus. I agree. I have very That's little. Not true. And I've made that I've made that point to my wife recently. I'm like, man, I don't open this app. Did ever. you watch the last Starfighter I mean, like a couple weeks ago? Uh, it wasn't my Disney <laughs> or not, Plus. Or not wait, what not was that? Star Star probably Black Hole or something. But oh, I opened no. up yeah, I actually, Navigator one. Navigator. 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 Yeah, that's true. You were here to watch Disney Plus. But I did not, it was not my Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, you found a loophole. So <clears throat> I logged into Disney Plus yesterday and yeah. I was looking around. I was like, 
They've added a lot of old stuff on here that I love and haven't thought about in a long time that I really want to watch. Like, they have been sneaking stuff in. There's stuff in there, but I just... I don't, I don't want to watch that stupid. I want to watch that stupid reality show where the kids yeah, make but stuff. You know, but you know what? Then I hear stuff like, okay, <laughs> so they put um, what was the controversy a week or two ago? They put um, that what's down. what's the, the Tom computer Hanks? wore tennis shoes? No, what's the money Tom, pit? What's Joe versus Tom, volcano? Tom Hanks mermaid movie. What's oh, that called? Oh, Little Splash. Mermaid. Splash. Okay, so they put Splash up there. Do you guys? Did you hear the controversy over this? No. Okay, so the most non-controversial movie of its uh, time. Okay. No. Yes and when no. When did that come out? Eighty. Jeez. I'm gonna say eighty. It was eighties. Late eighties. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. No. It wasn't maybe. late late eighties. I don't think. Maybe I am. Not hard by Ron sure. Howard. Did you guys know uh, that? How yes, he I could did. be looking this up, but he's not. No, I'm. Eighty-four. <laughs> March 9th, nineteen eighty-four. What, what are we looking for? I, I'm not eighty-four. Even, you guys lost me. A hello. <laughs> it was eighty-four, right? No, no. Garrick looked it. Yeah. Was he? Okay. Boom. Well, good call, man. Good call. Okay. So Splash. It's basically uh, what? It's Tom Hanks and what's the girl? D- Daryl Hannah. Hannah. Right. With a mm-hmm. with a sprinkling of John Candy. Ooh, and Eugene Jean Levy, good. don't forget him. Oh wow, I did forget. You're right. Yeah. Oh, good call. The last good time, call. the last time I saw Splash, okay, I didn't know so who Eugene they, Levy they loaded, was. They loaded uh, <laughs> Splash onto the uh, the old Disney Plus, and uh, there's a controversy because there is a very famous but, scene with a butt. There's a butt that would belong to. I Darryl didn't know Hanna. about this controversy, but I remember the butt. <laughs> I, of course you do, because it's a very famous butt, and yeah. it's a good looking butt. And uh, they've <laughs> cut that scene from the movie, and there's a lot of people that are mad about that. That is totally uh, Disney. So I, I don't like that kind of thing, man. I'm the kind of person that, like, I want to, if I'm going to go watch butts, Splash, man. yeah, I want to see Splash. I don't want to see Disney, Disneyfied versions of of past films. If they're buying up all this shit, it's going to really piss me off if they decide that they're going to Well, they don't have shit. to buy it. They own Splash. No, I'm talking about I'm if I'm going to buy Disney Plus oh. or purchase Disney Plus or be involved in that in any way and they have a movie on there, I want to see the version and, and I think didn't we talk about this earlier? We were talking about um Song of the South. Yeah, Song of the South. Yeah, and how they put the warning on it. Right. I would rather have the warning. Well, the warning <laughs> is saying, "Hey, New person, right? Old people understood was di- it was different, was a different time. So this isn't good now. Well, they also if you probably, say that to a thirteen-year-old boy, that's not going to stop him well, from in that's his the room. They, they don't have the pitching a tent. Okay, they don't have the controls in place Guess to prevent, what? yeah, or to quote unquote prevent children looking at. Thing. That that's okay. I'm sorry, Disney but the plus butt, the butt spe- the butt <clears throat> scene and splash is there, it's so brief. Like three seconds. Yeah. So, and it's a butt. I mean, come on. All right. I'm of two minds right. on this. I'm of two <laughs> minds on this. I, I agree. Art, the art is the art. At the same time, if the Disney Plus model is to make sure that all of the programming that they're offering is at least a certain level of family friendly and that, and they've defined what that is for them, would you rather have no splash at all or, I'm sorry, Mike. You grew up. No splash listen, at all. listen. You grew up with edited for TV content. Eh, yeah, yippee ki Mister Falcon. That doesn't mean I have to like it. But it was <laughs> edited. Edited for TV was normal forever. So you're saying just because this is streaming, you can't edit for their their target audience. And yeah. I feel like no. I feel like as long as it's I'm not clear, I'm kind of I'm. I'm kind of okay with it, kind of, 
but part of me also isn't at all. But yet again, I mean, again, I don't care about the butt scene in Splash. I don't care if little kids are getting the rocks off the butt scene in Splash. I really don't. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if that's their business model and that's what they want to adhere to, I figure, no, why not? Don't get me wrong. They have every right to do this. Or just blur it out. But make it awkward like TV used to. But, but what's happening here, and I think this is happening for a lot of people, is they don't dig that. And I think this is going to hurt their business model. I think the concern right now is that this is going to be the primary method that people watch Splash. And so that will be, in a way, permanently altered. I think right. that's the concern. Yeah. Because I it's, agree. Yep. it's kind of like Goonies. The octopus was very scary. That's a line that Data said. How he's wearing a Goonie shirt tonight, actually. Uh, at the end of the movie, when they're on the beach and they're interviewing the, 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 the reporters interview the kids, Data says the octopus was very scary. Who remembers the octopus? Nobody. Because releases after the theatrical release did not include the octopus. Unless you caught it on the Disney Channel in like a very weird time frame in the late eighties, it's done. It happens. These things happen, and and I'm I'm totally like George Lucas can go eat crap about editing the original trilogy hey, things and the, the Greedo the Greedo shooting leave first. Alone. He can eat crap yeah. on that. Leave George Spielberg alone. can eat crap on replacing all the guns in ET with with walkie talkies. He's admitted that's a mistake. He has admitted he did eat some crow. When it comes to this, I'm kind of like, you know, if if I look at it like, well, they're just editing it a little to make it a little more family friendly because let's be honest, that scene, the butt was only there to make you go, dang, Daryl Hannah packing dude, some heat. Yeah. That's the only reason it's there. It doesn't enhance dude, the film, dude, except in that Splash way. Splash is not a family film. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. You're not. You're not <laughs> totally wrong. But the thing is, it wasn't at the time, but by today's standards, it's not that risque. No, it's it's not, but it's still an adult film. Just a it's not my kids would have a zero interest in that. Zero. I have zero interest so, in that. I, I think have, I think your son pretty soon would have an interest in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting there, friend. <laughs> Prepare ye. Truth. I don't know. I I I I I'm I'm not trying to play the devil's advocate. I literally can't make up my mind that I care that much. But you know what? We're talking about splash. If we were talking about something that was more near and dear to my heart. I might be kind of hypocritical. I might be like, oh, no, no, wait a minute. You can't take this out of that because that's something I care more about than Splash. Even though Splash is a good film. I, ju I just, I'm using this as an example of why yeah. and Disney that's Plus is not super attractive to me. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I still really like the service, but it would be nice if they could figure out like a different, maybe a different app that has access to these movies in their original form that are maybe less family friendly that... I don't I mean, know. I don't I know don't, what it looks like. It's just not the model well, that they're I don't know right why now. that you can't just do what other apps are doing and that. Oh, you mean like Netflix where everything they push to me is stuff I can't watch around my family? Like, I don't know why because I don't. It's not like I sit around at night going, <laughs> what den of depravity can I sink into tonight? But Netflix yeah, but is like, you, know you want boobs and wieners. Here you are. Yeah, but you know what? You can on the Netflix app, you can still filter stuff for your kids. You, you can, can set up a kid's account and yep. they can only access certain things. So. I don't know why Disney Plus can't do that. But, you know, I you know again. I know I understand it's their business model. They have more they power have to kids them. They just gonna leave that kids butt profile on the screen the can entire time. Yep, you need to it's leave like it there. Go ahead, That's Derek. I'm sorry. Oh, they have a kids profile you can use on kids Disney setting. Plus. Yeah, I believe so. so. We set one up. Then why edit it out? 
Yeah, right. I I don't yeah. understand then. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> here's here's a guess, and I don't know. Little girls are really into mermaids right now. You guys, mermaids <laughs> are like ridiculously hot right now for little girls. Are they? I thought it was unicorns. Yeah. So splash is where they're gonna go, right? Yeah. Well, clearly, <laughs> it's a movie about mermaids. <laughs> yeah, Showcases Daryl Hannah's stellar acting ability from the '80s. I, I think Disney's got to <laughs> to maintain my interest in this. They've got to show the butt. Yeah. You don't want to watch say, show the butt. Yeah. You don't want to watch a reality show called Shop the Class about little yes, kids please. making no, skateboard ramps out of school stuff. I do not want Oh to man, I do. I'm all over that. No, I'm all over that like crazy. What else is in news, Mike? Mike was seriously <laughs> lost in his thoughts staring at Daryl Hannah's butt <laughs> um yes, on please. the screen. Um Transformers in the news this week, boys. Transformers butts removed from Disney Plus. Um, (laughs) We have some, uh, you know, we did the uh, the we did the Bumblebee movie there a couple (laughs) years ago that everybody kind of digs because it had that awesome girl from True Grit who was just freaking amazing and everything. Haley Steinfeld, man, she was awesome. She is got. I hope she has a long future ahead. Chops, but uh, yeah, she was almost too good for that movie. Um, But that was perfect. That was perfect. Really That's was. what legitimized the movie. Right. Just like who oh man. Um Denzel Washington. He's that way. I feel like he could do a bad I, movie. Okay, I would say he even was the, that way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's done lately, but That's what I was saying. What has Denzel done for me? Most, lately? most of the time you can put him in a in a crappy movie, like, a, like or for, an average movie. I would movie. say for all intents and purposes, Fallen is not a good movie, but Denzel made that, oh, that movie perfect. amazing. I'm saying, man. John, uh, John Goodman, notwithstanding, <laughs> as well. <laughs> I like John Goodman. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, she was great. Um, but they have announced that uh, there is a new Transformers prequel in the works. I'm pretty what? excited about that. It is Same an animated people? prequel, though. Hmm. So I'm not sure how this is going to work. And when yeah. they say prequel, that tells me that it, this is still in the uh, the timeline of the uh, Michael Bay movies, which is... Uh, Maybe it's the War for Cybertron right up until the end, which is the beginning. Um, Maybe it's right when Obi-Wan punches Grievous and makes him cough as he's walking <laughs> off the elevator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not sure. Crushes his um, chest armor. Yeah. be interesting. I'm a Transformers fan, so I'm always interested in these things. And... Uh, they're, uh, you know, again, the Bumblebee movie. That was a, that was a prequel. That was a legit movie. Was that was a legit. I've movie. watched that movie a few times now. Yeah, Le- me totally too. legit. So if they're do, if they're riffing off of that, I'm, I'm in. Remember, I'm friend, still in. remember, friend of the show, uh, Petrie. Yes. Who loves Transformers right? refused to watch that movie. He did until we, we made him. We were at Pool Labor Day at Garrick's house and we started it at like two in the morning. That's right. We only, went, we only went, just need to watch the beginning. Mike's like, you just need to watch first scene. It's War for Cybertron. You just need to watch first scene. 20 minutes later, he's like, we're watching this whole film, aren't we? We're like, yep. Right. And he's like, I'm okay with that. It's good stuff, man. So, yeah. John Cena all, being all the weakest link do, of that film. All you have to do is get I rid of Michael so. Bay. We, the, the scenes. Which all you have to do is get rid of Michael Bay and things get better. Yeah, what do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Hello! Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm excited about that. I don't know how about uh, how excited you guys are, but... Uh, I got to wait and see like a, a trailer before I can get a taste for whether it's something that I'd be interested in or not. Because I like yeah, Transformers. Too. I don't love them enough to accept mediocre content. Yeah. So 2022... 
Lord, that's far. Yeah, it's going to be... That's uh, a long ways away. Well, I'll be dead by off. Then. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'll be COVID well, away. Netflix has a new series that's coming out, so I, I think they're going to milk that a little bit. A new Transformer series? Yes, it's a new Transformer. Is it Beast Wars 2? It is not Beast Wars. Ooh, Beast Wars 2. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's tied to the toy line. So, uh, is it the one with the dinosaurs? Beast Wars. Uh, no, no, <laughs> is that dinosaurs. still Beast Wars? I don't know. <laughs> I know they were the gorilla. Yeah, there was a gorilla. Oh, it's the one with the gorilla. Primal. Yeah, right. I remember the first time I saw that. I was like, "Is this? Is this? Is this? Is this Transformers?" <laughs> I was like sick at the time. I think I had like a high grade fever. Right. And I hear someone like Optimus Primal. I'm like. This is Transformers. <laughs> Was it a CGI? I'm listening. Like that's. I didn't mind it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was, it was all that early reboot CGI. Yeah, yeah, very early, very, yeah, very early, early prime or not prime time, but like serialized CGI. Each episode took two years to make, <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the rendering after they were done putting it together. Yeah, actually, oddly enough, that that wasn't the first attempt at the the computer. CG graphic. Transformers? Yes. Actually, Gen 2 Transformers. Gen 1 would be the the Transformers that most people know from uh, the <sighs> 80s. Yeah. But Gen 2 was like the first attempt at CG. Was that with Rodimus Prime? Uh, no, it was actually <laughs> the same characters okay. from, from the Gen 1, but it was it was just a new story. Mm. So, and But they was, were hipper. Uh, I don't. Did I they wrap? Cool. I wear wraparound say, sunglasses. I wouldn't say they wore backwards that. baseball caps. Dang! <laughs> yeah, dude. Dang! Serious business. That is some serious attitude. So anyway, yeah. so those of us, they were radical dudes. <laughs> me and I know Joe Pesci's a big Darth Joe Pesci. I Darth Joe Pesci. Specific Joe Pesci might not care about Transformers. <laughs> I don't know. He might love them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, the real does. Joe maybe, Pesci is maybe. just like a Transformers holic. Yes, could be. He is. Yeah, right. He's my yeah. He's my uh, bro. Yeah. He petitioned in that regard. He petitioned. Uh, he petitioned. I know. I saw that. To instead of have uh, <laughs> micro machines in Home Alone, that there would be little Transformers. There you go. And they turned him down. They said, "No, Aww. Joe, you're not even in this scene. You go. You know what you're talking about. Stand over by the stairs. You're gonna get Shut hit with up. a paint can. Right." Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, boys, that's all I had for news. Why are you dressed like a chicken? I mean, it's time for the parking spot. Whoa. Shh. I know you thought it off tonight's episode with Wannabe by the Spice Girls. But I don't know if y'all know this, but that's the number one guilty pleasure song on many Many charts across the world wide web. Of all time. Would you like to know what the second most popular guilty pleasure song is on many shared lists across the internet? Wow. Would I? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll give you a hint and I'll tell you the name of the band. Wham. <gasps> <laughs> Wake yes. me up before you, you go, go go. That's right. It's Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. But what's number three? If you fancy a gift, oh, no. I'll Macarena. give you a clue. It's Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Faith, it's well, it's Nookie. Yeah, it's got to be the <laughs> Did Nookie. Did it all for the Nookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so we got to take that cookie. Coming in at number four. Any clues? Yes, there is one. It's T-Swift. Who? What? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. T-Swift. No. See, Mike, that's the oh, thing. Gosh. I don't know. I uh, knew you sounds... were trouble. Yeah. 
I checked out. Trouble, trouble, wake, wake trouble. Me, wake me up before you go, go. Number five. Is the one where she's in a cab or something? Number five oh, on the list geez. of guilty pleasures. Party in the USA. I'm, I'm checked out. Well, the artist is Paris Hilton, so no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she's Paris Hilton. It's a party she, in the USA. She sang a song? I don't understand. I think if you're going to use the word saying in this context, you are bending <laughs> the English language. I don't know what's going on here. I'm, Stars I'm so are blind. How is that on? Never heard of it. How's that even a that? song? Absolutely never heard of it. Stars uh, are blind. I don't know, man. Mm. I don't know. Man. I don't know where he gets his sources. Well, of course they are. They don't so have weird, eyeballs. Man. They're stars. Like That's giant true. Gas well, balls. but I mean, you don't expect her to understand that. That's <laughs> true. This is for Garrick. No, we haven't started yeah. yet. We haven't started. That's what I'm talking about. Is this Wham? No. No. This would be the Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Party in the USA. This is probably the best Miley Cyrus song. Yeah, that's fair. Speaking of the best of stuff, it's time to talk about some. Reach around. Hog, hog, That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't re- remember, or if you're just tuning in for your first reach around, and if you are, <laughs> wow, just try to relax. Hello, <laughs> but the, just enjoy uh, the experience. The old reach around here on Fly Casual means that the four of us come up with something that we enjoy that we know may be not exactly mainstream, and then <sighs> another one of us has to be subjected to it. <laughs> we've done movies, we've done TV programs, and now we, we are, doing are doing some music. Albums. Yeah. Specifically, not songs, but an album. A guilty, album. A guilty pleasure album. An now, entire album. The old reach around doesn't necessarily have to be something bad. It's just something that you're like, you know, this is something that I really enjoy, but I don't exactly go around trying to convince other people to get on the train. You're like, you know... The it, male of the species might not enjoy this thing that I. It, or the well, <laughs> that could be that could be part of it, or it could be like, all right, this is so bubblegum, everybody likes it, but dang it, I really love it. Or it could be, I'm into this thing that's really hella bad, and I can't wait for you to hate it. Like it could be, <laughs> which that's Uh-oh. usually what Garrett I'm sensing does. something here. <laughs> so having said that, yeah, again, yes. tonight we're talking albums. So, yes. all right, roll, who had who? Roll for initiative. I had Howie, yes, Bunker. and, and I had you guys Corey. had each other. Yes. yes. Whoa. Now, Hello. which ones did you guys? Have? <laughs> <laughs> Garrick and I uh, had each other by the process oh, of elimination. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. We did. Long. We did a crisscross uh, this time. It was apple a crisscross sauce. instead yes. of a round room to beat. Apple sauce. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, who's gonna kick us off? I actually was so disconnected from the text communication that I don't know what you guys had. Oh, I know what Howie had. Right. I don't know what I had. I don't know what you guys had. I'll start. You All know right. what you had. Kick us off. Okay. So <laughs> I was given Garrick's guilty pleasure. By the way. I'm sorry. I don't have any idea what it was. I just feel like someone should express affection what? and, re- no. and resent. You're no. apologizing no. ahead of time. No, no, sorry. This is a good album. What? Wait, how we think it's a good album? album? I'm okay. really sorry. So, yes. <laughs> no need to apologize. Oh, lucky. This is this is No, you you hate it. <laughs> okay. okay. So, initially when I got this, I was like, "What?" And then I looked and I was like, "Oh, okay." 
Yeah. Okay. So I was given Avril Lavigne's album. Oh, that's, yeah. Let Go. Yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, Let bad. Go would be her 2002. This I, is pretty uh, much her breakthrough album. Yeah, which is the one. It is the one, and it has all. Do you get your skater boy on hardcore? Hells oh. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm just going to get this out of the way. Skater Boy, least favorite song on that album. Oh, what? <laughs> Shut up. I will come across this table. I listen to that song no, no, all no. day. No, I play I so much Elite Beat Agents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My DS That's was like getting hot. Okay, so yeah. for those who remember Avril Lavigne, I mean, this is 2002 we're talking about. Um, Avril Lavigne was the Britney Spears who people who didn't want to admit that they <laughs> they find this young girl. Attractive. She was maybe Britney Spears with a little bit of edge. Maybe she was, she was punky. Edge. Yeah. She was kind of Britney punky. Spears with she less bubblegum. Maybe. 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 That's not a, not a lot maybe. less. <laughs> yeah, not a lot less. That's that's true. Now, to her credit, she writes her own music. Yep. So yeah. I dig that. That's that's. That ranks high up for me. So, plus. you know, the, the the pop stars that don't write their own stuff. I'm like, okay, fine. I can listen to some of that. But mad respect when you write your own music. Especially at that age. Especially at that age. Yes, mm, she yeah. was very young at that time. And, uh, yeah, this album, man, I, you know, he was giving it. He gave it to me, and I was like I said, I wasn't real excited about it. I was like, oh, the music God, snob in you was not excited. No. I hate everything. And even I was like, man, that would have been a good one. <laughs> so then I then I listened to it. I was like, oh, God, okay, this has got all of her hit, literally all of all her of hits. Them, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, geez, from Losing Grip, I mean, that was kind of a lesser, but Complicated is on that album. Mm -hmm. That's probably oh, her yeah. biggest hit of all time, probably, I would imagine. Yeah, Skater Boy, of so. course. Uh, I'm With You. God, that was a great song. Um, Anything But Ordinary. Yeah, That's a good right? One, yeah. yeah. Uh, another good one. Um, no, this oh, whole album, even even the stuff that's not a hit. I mean, this is one of those that's um, pretty much the whole album. It, it's, it's a greatest hits album. It, it is. really is. It really is. It's one of those <laughs> that even the stuff that wasn't on the radio is like, oh my gosh, this is so bubblegum. I can just, I mean, one time through you're listening, you're like, I can sing this melody in my head and mm -hmm. it's going to be with me all day, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. not disappointed with this choice. <laughs> you get a lot of wide range of, of like musical, I guess, melodies and whatnots. Yes. You got your, your slow, um, uh, you know, ponderous music, but then you got like Skater Boy, which is a semi-punk yeah. bubblegum. And like it's fast paced. Thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the things I like about her, too, is, you know, the... The Britney Spears and the, geez, who was the other one? Who was her, Christina Aguilera and stuff like that. Um, I mean, they those were like pure pop. I mean, so it's more electronic they were music. like hyper-engineered pop. Very hyper-engineered. Not that this isn't, but this... This is, doesn't... At, it at doesn't, a minimum, this, to me... In, Coming from my background yeah. has real instrumentation. Yeah, like I mean, you've got guitars this, if and bass. This may and, be heavily engineered, but it's engineered to sound like it's not engineered. Yeah, I mean that's probably to a some fair statement. Yeah, right. As that's, opposed to those compared right. to what you're talking about, which is just supposed to sound right, like just, engineered it's music. It's just pop music. This stuff, this stuff could be performed live in a yes, way. Yes, she. I mean, and I think at the time she did. She had a, a band that would travel with her, yeah. and mm -hmm. and they would perform these songs live as opposed to. 
you know, singing this stuff to a, a track while you have, you know, 80 dancers on stage and, you know, doing that stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> again, that me from coming from a musician's perspective, I appreciate those types of things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this album. Yeah. I, I, I can't give it a, a thumbs down, man, because, uh, it's pretty good. And, uh, the melodies are over the top, man. I mean, again, this is stuff that just sticks with you. Um, They're I'm, catchy as all get out, are. which sometimes people use. I mean, I'm sorry. Catchy is a good thing almost always. Right. But a lot of people use catchy against things. Like, oh, just get stuck in your yeah, head. Right. Like, yeah, sell out. There is, there's stuff, bad right. crap that gets caught in your head, I guess. Like, my dad can't get the theme song from the old uh, Alka-Seltzer commercials out of his head. <laughs> blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean those are good songs. They resonate with him. Right. But her, I, I've always thought that, <laughs> that especially that album, yeah. not that I'm that familiar with her other stuff, there's just so much, there's so many earworms on that album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, there's not I'm glad really... you got this because I would have been completely, I would have been completely unfazed. I've been like, all right, let's get this on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised because I don't, I've never owned this album. So listening to it all the way through, I knew the hits, but like I said, even the stuff that wasn't, you know, on the radio and whatnot, I was like, this totally could have been, I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something that was on the radio. So, I mean, this is one of those albums that it's just, it's a great album front to back. There's no weak Word. spots. Um, By the way, kids, radio is old person for Spotify. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> truth. <laughs> so but true. But they talked way more. <laughs> and had so many more commercials. The kids like even listen to music straight. nowadays or they're just on YouTube. Same thing. Yeah. They're all. Uh, I think they've traded in uh, for albums anymore dances. for just songs. And, yeah. and that's. Oh, well, yeah. We're a singles only culture now. <sighs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because actually when service. rock and roll started, that's how it was. I mean, right. you, you bought singles. You, you bought, bought 45s. 45s yeah. And it had a B side. You know, albums. Yeah. You got a popular. single and a B side. Right. You got two songs for, right. uh, you know, what, 15 cents? Yeah. I mean, 45 Whatever cents. it was. And then albums became popular later. And, yeah. and actually, the album phenomena is probably 60s through probably the 90s. I think mm -hmm. once you start getting into the 2000s, I mean, albums were At still. At that point, albums were just, were suffering from being like more than before pad outs. Well, you have to yeah. know at this time, if you didn't live through this, that, I mean, late 90s into the 2000s is, is the Napster era, right? Yeah. And this is the beginning of digital music yep. and the re... Um, I, the reinsertion, maybe, of the single. Basically, because I would I, I would inversely call it cutting out of the BS. Because a yeah, lot of... I'm sorry, sure. a lot of albums, they knew they had two singles. And right. then a bunch of a studio bullcrap. Trap. Trash. Yeah. And that's, that's because the music true. industry has always been a manufacturing industry. And it's those diamonds in the rough that were the bands that actually wanted to tell a story. Through well, albums, and you also... Like which they still exist. Yeah, you'd find, like, the albums had more songs. Yeah. Which would oh, you have more trash. You, you go from six to seven to 14 to 17 yeah. songs. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're just shoveling. With a few exceptions. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my band went through this, this time period and actually we had some label attention and things. And actually it was very much changing at this time. We're talking early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And um, what it was going from was where, you know, all the way through the 90s, you know, when a band would get signed, they would be assigned what's called an, an AR rep. Yeah. And that AR rep was basically the, 
he would develop the band. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that was in charge of, um, you know, basically giving you know the band a direction, and they would con- connect them with the producer, and they would, you know, again develop the band to make them better at their craft. Mm-hmm. You know, that was their job. Once you get past the 2000s, basically the AR rep was basically just a talent scout at that point. Yeah, because what what studios started doing at that point be with the digital music revolution was um, making that they wanted DIY bands, right? Do yeah. it yourself. They wanted mm-hmm. bands to basically come to them with a with a finished product, so yep. they didn't have to dump any fucking money into them. Yeah, and reap all <laughs> the benefit because when you sign a contract and people don't understand how this stuff works, when you sign a contract with um, uh, with a label, basically they give you a loan, mm-hmm. you know, you think you sign a contract and they're giving you all this money and you get to keep it. No, they basically give you a million bucks or something or, you know, half a million, whatever. Right. And go produce an album. And then you produce an album, then you put it out. And those first sales, those don't come to you. Mm-hmm. The first sales, paying the money back. you're paying all that money back. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, it just, it, it really changed during that time. So, um, and it became a lot of that. Just, you had one or two hits on an album. Yep. The rest of it was just trash yep. and they didn't even care. Be- no, because they were selling the album. So people they could get to. a hold of the one or <laughs> yes. two hits. Right. Right. And so boy, did the consumer feel it. So when Napster happened, yes, everyone went sweet. I'm going to get the stuff I want for free. Yes. I can listen to, I can listen to a playlist of all the good stuff and I don't have to listen to any of the crap. And even when Napster became iTunes and and all that and Amazon and all that stuff, they had the choice. You didn't have to buy, purchase the yep. entire album anymore. You could just purchase the because one or two iTunes or three songs that you like. Amazon saw it and said, nobody's going to want to go back to that now. People were not pirating. I'm going to say this right now. They weren't pirating the music because it was free. They were pirating it because it was easy. And part of yeah, that easiness sure. wasn't right. just because you could click and get it. It was because what you didn't click and what you didn't get. You didn't. You only got the stuff you cared about. So you were listening sure. to the best stuff all the time without having to swap crap out all right. the time. It's one of those things where it's like the industry didn't do it all to itself, but man, it contributed. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Metallica killed it all. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Metallica. <laughs> Thanks, suckers, <laughs> fucking buttheads, freaking Metallica, and they're all about On millions wanting of people to pay for things honestly. So again, for <laughs> yeah. an album like this, and then this is where. This is actually really the beginning of the era of the superstars, right? Because yeah. um, to be able to survive in this climate, I mean, you had to really churn out good music that people wanted to hear yep. and they wanted to buy that whole album, right? I mean, you couldn't just be a one-hit wonder and survive nope. in this. Um, Not at that level. No. Huh? Yeah. So an album like this, we're just, like I said, it's almost, um, it's almost a greatest hits album with, mm-hmm. you know, the amount of, of hits on it. I mean, that was a becoming a pretty rare thing. So um, this is what made her huge. Um, I know she's not as huge anymore. Right. Um, she's pretty much, I mean, she's still putting out music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's Canadian. Mm-hmm. So most of her stuff yeah. is, is covered in maple syrup <laughs> and French. It's it's uh, happening up in the <laughs> the Canadian. It has gravy on it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, she's got an interesting history for those who don't know. She actually ended up marrying at one God, point. God, you are really setting me up for look like I didn't do any homework. <laughs> <laughs> she married Craig. Crad. 
Chad Kroger from uh, Crozier, whatever the he owns. Uh, he owns the Kroger. It's one. Of, it's one of the two. I was gonna go for it for Craig, but I guess <laughs> you earned it on the last day. There you go. Um, uh, no, she married the lead singer from uh, Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> they were together for a few years. I don't hate Nickelback. I don't either. It's so it's so in vogue for the last fifteen years to hate Nickelback, but it's like whatever. It's so stupid. They're right. a rock band that Dude, still is a rock band, which is what? a feat into itself. They've sold a gajillion records. Yeah. So yes, you can yeah. you can hate on them and do all that stuff, but yeah, they don't care because they're fine. They are rich as fuck and they don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care what you think about them. So yeah, actually they're divorced now, but uh, oh, Nickelback she, is divorced. She's not no. pulling down that Nickelback money. No, she's not pulling. She down had to the give Nickelback. the Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I see what you did there. Hey, oh. I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this guilty pleasure was uh, is shared by me now, man. This is now a guilty pleasure of mine. Well done. Is, <laughs> nice. Isn't that isn't that what the I reach around it. is all about? Slow clap. The reach around <laughs> is all about making sure the other person is having a good time. Yep, too. that's what yeah. I did. Well, that's the real. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, you're let's right. let's go. Let's when go. You're right, you're let's right. turn the top onto a bottom, Garrick. What it might give you, other than the well, herpes. Am I am I the bottom or the, or the top? I know we're turning it around. You're both. Well, speaking of people being on bottom and top, <laughs> you know where this is going? Nope. Mike, but I can guess. Bottom. So he he gave me. We're talking about Butt Boy, right? From the the late great incomparable George Michael, (laughs) the album Faith. (laughs) (laughs) If I could, made famous, of course, by the 1998 cover of by Limp Bizkit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, made famous by that. Yeah, that's how it got famous, right? Yeah. So it's pretty much it kind of mirrors what Mike was saying. This is like uh, a greatest hits album because oh my god, I mean, this you, album. It's got oh. anything George Michael that is popular that everyone's heard is pretty much on this album. We got Faith, fa- Father Figure. I want your sex oh, parts yeah. one and two. No reprise. Nine man. minutes of wanting your sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're not done by the end of the song, well, congratulations. <laughs> Flip it over. <laughs> yeah, like monkey kissing a fool. Like kissing a fool. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Yeah. Prior to listening to this album, right. it's kind of like a. What's that like? The real lounge singer type yes uh, yeah that was i really enjoyed that good stuff man that track like i'd never heard that it's, it's pretty great I'm getting really jealous of you guys <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's a great album i mean it's it's george michael coming right out of wham yes this do, is his first his effort first this solo. is his first solo Albert effort yeah and this is why nobody knows the other guy's name in wham because <laughs> <laughs> of this true. album right here yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I, I don't know what I can say. It's. It's the. It's probably would be one of my guilty pleasures. George Michael is not anything that a forty-some-odd-year-old dude nowadays like. You know what I'm listening to right now? Some George dude, Michael. This is this. Guys, this album. You guys want to pop up some? Uh, want to pop up some Jim? <laughs> This album, man. I'm telling you, every once in a while, I get the, I get the itch, man. I get the fever, and I gotta pop it on. It's and a, you just yeah. you can listen to it from front to back, and you're like. 
my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe it doesn't sound like a guilty pleasure for some people. Oh, wait till is, you get to mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is as pop as pop gets, right? But oh, yeah. I, I didn't it's come from that background, so man. Yeah. I came from like a metal, 80s metal background. Mm-hmm. So... This was definitely very much a guilty pleasure for me. This is something that, like back then I wouldn't have admitted to my no, friends. It, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't too. macho. No, it, it was. was not macho, it was the right. opposite of macho. But dude, it was sexual, man. Oh, <laughs> I will yeah. say that. Baby, <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, the song's just called "I Want Your Sex," and dude, straight I up, mean, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you what I, I told my wife I'm like she's like well what's yours what's your guilty pleasure and I told her you know it's George Michael Faith and she goes oh that's not a guilty pleasure <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but you're abroad <laughs> <laughs> she was like she was like oh yeah yeah George Michael dude and then you is. guys went upstairs did, holding hands did he write all these he wrote all these yes songs, man right? yes yeah, he, that's- he wrote all this stuff I mean Man, he's like he's like the male Avril Lavigne. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It was just, yeah. I, oh man, he was. This was, it was kind of risque for the time too, man. I remember like, oh I yeah, want your sex. <laughs> I mean, they I did edit the versions of those on the radio yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, it's it sounds so weird nowadays saying that, but yeah, I mean, they had. <laughs> I mean, this was pretty. Yeah. I mean, I was relatively young, and I still remember George Michael. Like the, I don't know, maybe it was MTV or something. I caught the beginning of the. It was either Faith or one of his music videos. <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> See that lady's bum? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Great. yeah. Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yeah, totally Daryl Hannah. <laughs> I gotta go watch Splash now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry guys, I gotta go upstairs and watch Splash, <laughs> but not on Disney Plus. Yeah, no, he I was just so good. And you know what? He was just a good dude too, man. After he died, um, a lot of people, he was a very private man. I mean, yeah. when he was on stage, yeah. he was it was like a persona for him. But he was one of those that when he was off stage, he was very private. Mm-hmm. He was almost like Freddie Mercury in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, Freddie Mercury yeah. had a very private life. Right. But when he was on stage, I mean, it was just full Larger on, than life. Larger than life. And that was definitely George Michael in... One of the things I love about him is like all these stories starting started emerging after he had passed, um, where he was just so super generous with everybody. Yeah. And uh, there was a story in particular that I remember. That Again, you're gonna out. make me look so bad. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I well, can't, this is Garrick. I can't remember so, all yeah. the details, but <laughs> hopefully, um, Mike knows something about your band. Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't well, remember Mike's all the, the guy in the music industry, so he knows all this. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, he uh, like just randomly. I don't know how he connected with this fan or whatever, but um, just paid, just randomly just paid her college tuition. I mean, he was in, but he was one of those guys that never wanted anybody to know any of this stuff. Yeah. Never publicized. It wasn't about promotion. He just wanted to do cool stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He would would just randomly see, I did read a little bit about him, but shut up. I think one one of the, (laughs) (laughs) like he would, he'd be watching like TV or something and randomly see something. Yes. And just give that person money because yeah, he had right. it. And yeah. He saw, you know, yeah. Saw on British television, oh, this was happening in their lives or whatever. But, you know, oh, we have a medical issue or whatever. Suddenly a check would just arrive in the mail. It's like like yeah. that, that dude who got fired from his job and then the next day Cher is like, oh, I'm going to pay. 
I'm going to give that guy the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, how did Cher get plugged into this? But Except again, that was, of course, publicized. This was always like, on the DL with him. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah he was just great. such a generous man and uh, just a brilliant, brilliant songwriter, man. I just, oh, and so yeah. talented. Died too soon. Way too soon, man. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Well, only the good die young. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to Howie's. Oh. Yeah, it does. I had Billy Joel, guys. Billy oh, Joel. I gotta Piano say, man. I know that I softballed it on Howie this time. <laughs> yeah. But Billy Joel. It's it's lately. I I it's my go-to. Yeah, I'm not sure why this is the guilty pleasure, but I went with it. You know, and but fine. it's like when I was in high school. There's like, there's always the dude who's really into Billy Joel, and everybody makes fun of him, even though secretly, I feel you, man. Everybody who you. knows Billy Joel's music is into Billy Joel, but nobody's going around going, "Hey, I mean, you know, we had the dude in our youth group who used to go around and go, "Hey, you listen to Bob Marley. You guys listen to Bob Marley," Seriously, which may have right. been his youth group way of asking us if we smoke weed. Uh, jury's still out. <laughs> jury's still out. After 20 some years later. But and I feel you, man. I mean, there was always those guys. I mean, Billy just, Joel was not macho. Right. To yes. most dudes right, at the right. time. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I first fell in love with Billy Joel a long time ago hearing the song Uptown Girl. Yeah. Uptown Girl. Did you wait till he split with Cindy Crawford? I, no. Wasn't he married I was, to her? I was no, too young was to even Christy care Brinkley, about Christy man. Brinkley, that's yeah. who I was too young to even care about. I just heard, like, what is he, who is this guy? Woman. She was in the Uptown Girl mm. video, wasn't she? Christy Brinkley was, yes. yes. Yeah. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I threw it. Which is you. not on the album. No. But I, it's the, I threw uh, the, the stranger, stranger yep. at you. I, that's oh. the one I picked 1977 was when this Whoa. album was wow. released. Yeah, it's, it's one like, of his earlier ones. Yeah, that's boys. like Star Wars era. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we measure time. <laughs> Early Star Wars era. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I'll just start uh, naming off some of these songs. Yeah, go ahead, because um, I'm going to get... Moving out, moving out. One of the best songs ever, freaking written. Oh, it has that seventies um, jive to it. But yeah, this is uh, you got moving out. You got uh, the stranger, just the way you are, just the way you um, are. God, scenes, that song gives me goosebumps every yeah. time. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yep. Uh, Vienna, Vienna band. Oh, only the good die young. Only the good. Uh, she's always a woman. She's always a woman. That song, I'm going to turn into Mike. <laughs> Do it. I get choked up every time I hear that song. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I'm getting the vapors. He's misty. I'm getting verklempt. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Every time I hear that song, I get, I get choked up. In fact, on my daughter's first birthday... I made a compilation of all the videos that we went th that I'd recorded from like right after her birth and like when she had her heart surgery and we had that big scare and all and her recovery. I made a compilation and I said it to she's always a woman to me. <laughs> I'm gonna start blubbering like a baby because that song has such a profound even though I mean the lyrics are very poignant. They're not like just they're not softball at all. And that's the thing I love about Billy Joel. But yeah, sorry, I'm Howie. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. No, you're letting me play some of the songs. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit over here and just weep for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thing with Billy Joel is, uh, 
Yeah, he knows how to make some pretty catchy oh, yeah. music. Yes. Uh, and he has been successful at that for a very long time. He's had many albums that have a lot of... Like almost every album, yeah. you like a lay person could read the song titles and go, I know that one. Yeah. You're, you're at least going to be able to look at every Billy Joel album and be able to pick out at least two or three songs that you're like, oh, I know that one. He's Yeah, he's one of those that even if even if you didn't know it was a Billy Joel song, you're like, oh, I know that song. Yeah. yeah. For the longest mm-hmm. time, everyone in the world, I don't care if you're For seven years old, when you come on, you, you've heard the song before. Yes. Right. So, yeah, I, <laughs> this was easy to listen to. I, um, I, I feel like a jerk because I but, made it too easy. <laughs> the problem I have with Billy Joel lately is my age. <laughs> I love Your his music age. and I and uh, nothing's ever going to change that, but it's become more nostalgic than enjoying the music itself because uh, a lot of his lyrics seems like juvenile sometimes, some of them. Like really? moving out. I love moving out, but it's I'm a young man and I don't want, and I want to buck up against the system. I don't want to have to work hard. I want to get stuff for free. That's how I take the lyrics. Yeah. Now that I'm older and I you see that. So it there's a lot of um like even Uptown Girl. I, I don't like the Catholic Church. I you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that kind of undertones to his music and and as I get older I'm like, "Eh, I love the music, but that starts, you know, that I comes have, in. I've always looked at his music, even, and I know exactly what you're saying. I've always interpreted his music as this song, I'm playing this character. I've never felt like as an artist, he was preaching something specific. I always, and this is part of why I love him, is that I always felt like each song was coming from a different character's perspective. And I always, and I kind of take a complete opposite. I feel like, those are personal. Really? Yeah. I've never like, felt that. I felt like those are personal. I may, and that might just be uh, a misconception because I really only listened to his music. I don't you dissect know, it. Well, no, <laughs> I don't. I haven't like listened to interviews. I've never gone to a concert. I've oh, never, I don't even want to. That's the thing. I, yeah. I, I just wanted the art. So, I don't want the art. I don't want the artist. So, um, uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was several years ago. I was I'm like, Wow, yeah, he really does a lot of that. I don't know where that's coming from. You know, I don't know if it is a personal thing or if he's just, you know, having this, like you said, like a character coming from I, a Yeah, character. I've never looked at him as like someone who's like just like singing rebellion or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get, honest to God, this is kind of an epiphany for me. I get where you're coming from. I've just never looked at it yeah. that way. I've it, always looked at every song is like an entire story performance in and of itself. Yeah, and, and the the thing is, it hasn't taken away my enjoyment of his music. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like for me, it's it's a an, an aging thing. You know, where I mean, he's and he has "Angry Young Man" as a song, which yeah. is a perfect example of like this young man who's just angry about everything. But he literally called the song angry young man. There's like a yeah, self-awareness. Exactly. To it. So yeah. I, I it's, you know, I don't know if that was, I, you don't know if it's a, if it's a personal thing, is it, is it a thing that he got to a point where, you know, he might be talking about himself yeah, about how he might've been angry about things or he's playing a character. I don't know, but it's still great. Have you, do you remember <laughs> the uptown girl music video with Chrissy Brinkley? Uh, not a he's, whole lot. He's a, he's a, like a grease monkey mechanic. Right. Yeah. And it's this really awkward, like doo-wop style, like mm-hmm. West Side Story dance thing going on. It's awkward as all get out because it doesn't feel genuine at all. 
and I, every time I've seen the music video, I go, I see Billy Joel doing this, but it doesn't look like his heart's in it at all. And that's part of like the whole, like, I don't interpret Billy Joel as the voice of the guy singing the song. I interpret Billy Joel as someone who explored a study in someone with this perspective, like playing a character. Or he could just be a bad actor. That could also be, <laughs> man, that was an awkward ass music video. <laughs> so awkward. But, but there, I mean, but then again, there are, to your point, there are other songs that feel extremely personal. Mm-hmm. You know, like She's Always a Woman to Me. Yeah. That's is the a obvious great example. One. Yeah. Um, this isn't on the album, but New York State of Mind. Mm-hmm. That song, and actually, I struggled giving you The Stranger because New York State of Mind is not on that. That's one of his songs that's less popular, but maybe like one of my top two favorite songs of his because. Is that on Glass Houses? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I believe so. Um, yeah, that album cover with he's like, oh, but I think this is one of my favorite. Yeah. The New York State of Mind is a song that when I hear it, I am transported to that era. Actually, I don't see it on this one. It's not a glass house. It's gotta be. I mean, you may be right. Some uh, you know, that don't ask me why it's still rock and roll to me. Oh, I mean, weird. A lot of good, that's a, that was oh man, that's another good one. But like his ability, to, it was almost like you could almost feel yourself like on the edge of the village in the 80s. You know what I mean? Which is something that's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. There is no the village like there was back in the 80s and, and the early 90s. That like that New York art scene that was this sort of like bootstrap scraped together like freedom, but yet oppressive thing. It, it was very contradictory cultural thing that existed. And you could feel it in a lot of different art at the time and movies and stuff like that. And it's, to me, it's gone. It's gone. But every time I hear New York state of mind, it takes me right back to when I was just a kid grasping to understand that whole concept of that struggling artist, but like thriving community kind of like, you know, right. Anachronism. And uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to look this song up and find out what album it is. Uh, what album is it? Go to whatalbumisit.com. <laughs> but yeah, I honest, honest, honest to God, though, the, the this album, like I would, I'll, I go on emotional roller coaster listening to this album, and I listen to it a lot. Not like I have a CD that I pop in, but like. Pandora, whatever, anything that any music service listens to, I've got some sort of Billy Joel channel set up, and I, The Stranger, is I'm always like updooting that, and it's always coming back to me, and I'm just like, oh, here we go, here we go. I can listen to Billy Joel exclusively all day long, every day, and not get bored because he crosses genres and stuff like that in his music constantly. He'll be funky one second, poppy the next second. He'll like border on obviously like doo-wop, classic rock. Uh, and then sometimes it's just sort of almost not, I don't want to say orchestral, but like uh, borderline like Broadway show tune type of stuff. Yeah. It's on turnstile. Turnstile. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But turnstile. I mean, I think the the best, if, if you're not as, if you happen to not be as familiar with Billy Joel, Piano Man is the obvious, I think the go to song for a lot of people. But that album is not. 
as I mean, it's 73. Yeah, exactly. It's not as popular. But so. the the brilliance, the brilliance of this, what, what the reason why, even though Piano Man is so popular, I don't get like all haughty, be like, well, it's too popular. Piano Man's one of the most brilliant songs ever written. And the reason oh, is yeah. the lyrics are so, his lyrics are so down to earth. They are. But they have a lot of subtext. Well, it feels like he's, he's this, um, He's his artist, but he has a blue collar background. Right. But the other thing is like his lyrics have like a respect to them. Everybody likes to uh, 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 point out uh, like the the line of the song. He's talking to Davey, who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life. Mm-hmm. Um, what is is uh, the, the guy never had time for a wife. And he's talking to Davey, who is still in the Navy, probably will be for life. Those guys are gay. They're in the bar and they're talking to each other because they're gay. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel has no desire to point that out to you. But his lyrics put the toe in the door to give you an entire backstory with just two lines for these two be these two guys. Yeah, but you also don't have to interpret it that you way. You don't have to interpret it that way at all. There's yeah. no reason, but you can because you're getting a perspective of somebody who is around these people. He's not intimate with these people, mm-hmm. but he brings something to their life that adds meaning to a meaningless, uh, uh, a, an arguably meaningless existence. And it's just that it's not how he's fulfilling them. It's his perspective and how he interprets them. And that's so unique. Yeah. Now we are talking about the stranger, but it's hard to talk about Billy Joel in one album. No, yeah, like, I, I, like, I had to narrow it. Yeah. Down. <laughs> like with Avril Levine, the, you know, Oh let, yeah. Let go was, I mean, yeah. that's the album. I mean, Gary just pissed <laughs> that out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and George Michael faith. That's right. These guys are yeah, they even no. trying really no. seriously. But uh, <laughs> but how he put in some effort. I did. Oh, oh no. No. The, okay. I want to preface this. <laughs> I had this album picked for this episode. Before we long, decided to do this episode. Long before <laughs> we decided to ever do this episode. Oh. So I already knew what I was coming in with. How he confessed to I me. Had, that he I would, had hoped. <laughs> exactly. I had hoped that it would have been. Mike or Garrick, but more so Mike. <laughs> the last person he'd hope to have this was off Corey. To. So was me. Strap in, folks. So Howie, um, Howie, when he was when he was done sharpening his uh, his dissection tools and loosening his whips, picked for me uh, the Silver Sun pickups. Wait, what? Like a pickup truck? Ooh. An album called Swoon. Oh. Hmm. So <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I I need to is thank this, Howie. Is this their greatest hits album? I need to thank no. Howie. To have all their best songs. <laughs> I think Garrick's being sarcastic. I need to thank <laughs> Howie. I think so too. For providing me with this album to listen to right out of the gates. Because I had always told my wife, okay, my wife leaves K105, the country music station on the radio all the time, okay? If not, like, the talk radio, right? And I get in the car, and it's just blasting, and I hate it. I hate country music so much. I hate it, and I'm always at odds with my wife how she leaves country music blaring on the radio in the car. I'm always upset about it. I have to thank Howie because he's given me something to dislike more than country (laughs) music. Whoa! (laughs) Wow. What is this? uh, What kind of music is it? That's the thing is, I knew from the get-go that there's no way... Well, you know how Corey dislikes baby metal. 
Is I would, baby if you'd give me baby metal, I'd have been mad, but well, I'd have been better uh, off. The biggest thing that I mean, Corey just does not the death uh, metal? the loud the uh, what's the word? I mean, you were overdriven. Just, the real yeah, the real overdriven kind of music. Actually, and that's that's a real good point. So, so okay, going into the Silver Sun pickups with a, I, I was telling Howie this earlier today. I I had no idea what I was in for. I thought I did. But, like, for whatever reason, with a name like Silver Sun Pickups, I thought I was in for some, like, Mumford & Sons flannel shirt shit. <laughs> you are not. No, sir, I was not. Not Mumford, huh? No, not Mumfordy at all. I uh, I fired this up, and I went literally, okay, I went on a drive. I was frustrated the other day. Um, I'm going to go on a drive. I'm going to listen to some this Howie music. And I pop it on, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, literally, what the hell am I listening to? And I was like, all right, let's pick this apart. It's not bad, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> and that's bad. I'll tell you what it is. You want to know? Yeah, hit me. It's, it's alternative rock, indie rock, shoegazing, shoegazing. dream pop, I like and that. post Punk revival. Dude, we're playing yeah, fast and loose with some of those terms. Shoegazing so, is a subgenre of indie and alternative rock. Yeah, I think I kind of like that. the name of it actually in regard to this music. This music is the the one the thing that struck me first is that it's not I don't want to call it simple. I'm not gonna call it simple, but it is not overly complex. The 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 chord progression the sound of the instrumentation it's 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 really straightforward yeah the, they, they have a um uh, the the lead singer is a, their guitarist they yeah. have a, uh, a chick who plays the bass they have a keyboardist and a drummer yeah the word processor that they wrote their songs on i think was stuck on 128 font because every song has a maximum of 16 words which is not true but over and <laughs> over and over and over and over and over are you talking about the royal we? Because they say the royal we a lot. Also, yeah. like, what's the what's the one where he's like, I don't know how you got this job, or if you work alone, or some stuff. Oh, it's nice to know you work alone. There you go. The title of the song is all the lyrics, the entire song. Um, yeah, but no, I, but honestly, it's not it's not bad. But I don't know what it is. And the thing that struck me though was that, and this is probably the thing that I, that actually really made me go, I don't like it. Is that the lead singer is extremely the lead vocals are extremely over engineered, like or heavily engineered, and it's that high pitched nasal thing that I don't like. Remember when like the guys on the movie trailers went from talking like this, and all the guys on commercials sounded like this, to suddenly you had a guy talking like this. You want to see a film about this? And I was like, what the hell happened? No one likes whoever this the hell is. They don't have those anymore. Yeah, I know. Actually, that, that died out pretty quick. But there was about a good eight to ten years there where suddenly people thought this voice could sell you things. I'm like, I want to hit this person with something, my fist or greater. And that's what I get from the vocalist here. And I don't know if it's because of the dude. I'm I think it's pretty much you. I don't yeah, know if it's so the well, dude. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if it's the you dude's like voice. You gazing. I don't know if it's the dude's, like, his actual voice or if it's just the way it's engineered. I honestly can't. Like, I can't tell. You don't like shoegazing chill wave, brah? No. Nah. You don't like some dream that's pop? A, chill wave. That's another good term. because You so, don't want some neo-psychedelia? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out, okay, I, I don't like this mu music, but where can I contextualize it? That was kind of my big thing. Like, what purpose 
does this music yeah. serve? It's not something you can really dance to. So is it something that you relax to? And I was like, all right, in the 90s in an unfinished basement on an old musty couch, smoking a dube or just beating off, I could see someone listen to this music. Why not both? And, yeah, why not both? Hello? Or, or... Just don't... I said a lot of it makes stuff. sense in the context of, like, if there was, a like, an indie movie about a dude who was in a rollerblading race for, like, his, like, sister's honor, then maybe this music makes what? sense as a background during the rollerblade race. I want to see this movie now. <laughs> I think there it's is... I think movie. Seth Green was in it. Um... Oh. That makes sense. But yeah, I really, I struggled to find a con- a context for what, th- what this music did. And that, it's like, it's not bad, but I can't figure out what it's for. Not did for you. Know you. Yeah. Panics, did you know the Panic Switch song appeared in the trailer for Sucker Punch? Yeah, eh? I did know nice. that. Nice. All becomes yeah. clear. Nice. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Everything is explained uh, in the end. See, okay, so I absolutely, this is one of my, to- uh, if, when we did our top album, yeah. so this was on the list of actually making it to there. Uh, but uh, I listened the uh, the heck about it. The first, actually, I was introduced to Silverstone Pickups on from GarageBand. They had oh, really? the previous album. They had Lazy Eye. That was on Rock Band or Garage Band. I don't remember which which one it was. Those but. are two very different things. Rock Band being a video game. Wait, Garage watch, Band being a no. music building thing. <laughs> What's it? Rock what, Guitar Hero. Or guitar rock Hero band? or Rock Band? Why okay. did I say Garage Band? I don't know. That's why you were like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> that that was I. Uh, it, it was a long time ago, guys. I'm yeah. old. Um. So <laughs> the funny thing is, when I first. When I was playing the the song uh, on uh, Guitar Hero, whatever it was, um, I thought I was a, a chick's voice. That, a low, yeah, that's a why deep. I just said I'm like I think it was a dude. I just said yeah. that like, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it, he's, it sounds like either a very deep woman's voice or a guy very nasal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is the, a dude. The first comment under the Panic Switch video is. That voice is perfectly androgynous. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't feel bad now. All right, good. But, but definitely, uh, Silverstone Pickups are not uh, a, a group that appeals to a wide. It doesn't audience. sound like it's supposed to at all. And they and they don't. They no. They they are going for a specific yeah. thing, and that's what that's what really got stuck in my yeah. craw. I'm like, what what is it? And they do all their own music. Uh, so another. Thing you is, it, they are very themselves, and they yeah. and they. This is who we are, and we're you know, and 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 yeah. all that comes across so clearly. Which yeah. which well, I like I said, they go. I don't like this, but I don't necessarily get it. Yeah. Either. In fact, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Barry, and I, we went up to Chicago to one of their concerts. That's where I've heard about them. Yeah. Before. So uh, it was, which was very enjoyable. Uh, what was it? What's the that theater? That's real old theater that they hold a lot of concerts in downtown. Are you talking about the ch- the big church, Moody? I think that might is be it. Moody? Yeah, Moody. They do a lot That's of right. concerts yeah. at Moody. So it was there. Um, the funny, interesting story about that. It was it was a uh, well, quote unquote, for this album when this album was released. But um, I they, saw uh, I saw White Heart there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> well, aside. Um, 
we were trying to find a place. We got there early and we were trying to find a place to park and we're driving around and going through these alleys and stuff. And as we're driving, these people were walking past and it dawned on me. It was them. Yep. I remember the story. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm, I was so mad because by the time I had realized, I couldn't have stopped and got out. And Yeah. By the time but, you knew that it was David Schwimmer that wanted to kick your ass, you didn't know what to say to <laughs> exactly. him. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm projecting. <laughs> the, the interesting thing about their music is they take their time to build. Uh, yes. They uh, The shortest song, I think, on here is like four and a half minutes. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was getting about... <laughs> Five minutes into each song and skipping to the next one. Yeah, it it their longest songs, five and a half, maybe a little longer, five and a half. Yeah, minutes. Uh, but so the songs are very long. So and they take their time to build. Like one of my favorite songs on here is uh, "Growing Old Is Getting Old," uh, and which, by the way, was my favorite too. Yeah, it's it starts off real mellow and slow. It's just which a is bass drum yeah. and a bass. Yes, that's it. Uh, and then they slow as you know, he starts singing and they slowly start adding in, mm-hmm. you know, some keys and and then and that progression is what appealed to me because yeah. up there's only like one or two songs before that on the album. Right. And at that point, I was like, it was it felt like those songs were just homogenous all the way through. So this one, when it when it literally went, OK, I'm only starting here. I was like, all right, take me on. A yeah. Ride. Take me. A and drive. then it, and then it gets to this this point where they're, they're, hit, they're hitting it hard and then it gets to a very dissonant kind of sound mm-hmm. and then it resolves at the end which is one of the reasons i like it, it i mean i like the the lyrics and, and then the kind of a message i mean you can get guess what it's about yeah. uh, by the title but um they the a lot of their songs have that musicality to it uh and then there's some of them that are just like i want to hit you in the face mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so um <laughs> panic switch is another another one of my favorites on the album uh, cause it, like, if I listen to it first thing in the morning, I'm going to get what I want to wake up in a, in a great mood, ready, yeah. to, ready to punch somebody, oh. ready, ready to sucker punch somebody. Uh, yeah. Cause it was on the trailer. That's right. So I, I, I absolutely love these guys and I absolutely know that I, I, this is one I do not recommend to anybody because I'm like, it's unique. It's very unique. And yeah. it's, I'm like, eh, I don't know. That's why I was like hoping like Mike or Garrick would get it, but especially Mike, Mike, <laughs> To see how he would dissect exactly. it in a more yeah. So so the best I could do, the closest I could get to that is going in under what circumstances would I appreciate this music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm driving around in a bad mood already, it's going to put you in a worse. Exactly. <laughs> so I said, not me, but you, me. Yeah. What circumstances would I like this music? And you know what I came up with was like in college, down in the art department, when it's like in the evening and there's like four people in the room working on projects due the next day or something like that. And it's playing on somebody's freaking boom box yeah. in the corner back in the day, back in the dizzle. Like it's the music because it keeps pace. It doesn't break pace much. All of their songs kind of keep a pace mm-hmm. throughout, which trans, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Trans trance like music like that. I usually don't gravitate toward. Mm-hmm. But under those circumstances where I'm trying to focus it, on something, I but I to, but silence is deafening. I listen to this to a, a lot while I work. That is the circumstances under yeah. which I think this music would be ideal. Because as much as I enjoy the music, I can also play it and not think about it, but it's still there. 
you know, and if you get something that moves too much, then it kind of distracts you from right. what you're doing. Right. And this this seems like like when I'm trying to figure out what's this genre for? What's this shoe trance stare mother effing whatever the hell Garrick said? <laughs> shoe trance. Chill stare shoe brand. Shoe gazing. Gazing. What's you it for? You can also use ethereal wave or <laughs> ethereal dark wave. Yeah. And 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 well actually ethereal wave probably lends itself toward my basement musty couch description. But that's that's what it is. It's 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 music to like help your brain flow. But it's not necessarily, at least for someone like me, something to focus on. You know what I mean? It, it for me, it would serve a very specific purpose. Those guys have a lot longer hair than I would have expected. <laughs> so that's the um, silver sun pick. I want you to take note of the drummer and where he has his symbol. Why the hell is his symbol nine feet in the uh, air? Don't know. He just he really it, wants to. He doesn't that, want to accidentally got, hit it. He, he uses a very simple set. He's not. Very yeah, good. it is. It's he doesn't simple, have a lot of he ha- For whatever reason, he's got this this one crash symbol just. It, no, it's, it is literally like six foot and a few inches in the air. It's nowhere near him. Maybe like, he has like a, a standing desk or something. That's it. <laughs> and, by he the way, he wants to mean it when he goes for that thing. The lead singer, who's obviously in the middle, yeah, uh, the only one who plays the guitar, I mean, the plays the non-bass guitar. Uh, he has a lazy eye. Oh, he's got Forrest Whitaker eye. So, hence the song "Lazy Eye." There you go. Oh, uh, they sing about his lazy eye. Yeah, and on, also on that album, there's another song called "Melatonin." I thought yes, you might like that one. You actually probably would. The funny thing is, most of their music sounds like the physical effects of melatonin to me. Like, (laughs) like it's trance-like. It. it, it, I'm not saying it puts me to sleep, but like, if I didn't have something to focus on, that's probably the ultimate effect it would have on me. Yeah, it kind of make me tired. Which, hey, music to relax to is not a bad thing. It's not what I was looking for when I was listening (laughs) to it. But it's not a bad thing. Now the bassist, she's a little cutie. Does she bop like Paul McCartney? Because all the small girl bassists I've ever known bop like Paul McCartney, and it's painfully adorable when they do it. Um, less, less, slightly less so when Paul McCartney does it. Only slightly, though. But she might not be what you think. She looks like Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, now that you, now no. that you said that, I'm like, <gasps> it I, is Kathleen. Kennedy. You're welcome. Stop I broke her for you. I won't break it for me. No. In a band, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. no, she's like she's holding a bass and playing music. And I'm sorry, any it, 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 and here here's a little clue, ladies, all, all the lady that listens to this. Uh, if you if you if you want to cheat yourself up a couple points, play the bass or the even the guitar. It's like a cheat code when it comes to dudes. You throw a throw a a, a pick and string instrument in a girl's hands, and we're just. Turns us to putty. Admit it. it yeah. No, it you're right. Admit it. Yeah. And it's not that the guitar is sexy. It's not the guitar, but something involving it uh, that I cannot ex- yeah. cannot explain. So anyway, I, I I will say this: as much as I did not, in the context, <laughs> yeah. enjoy this music, I knew that I had a respect for it. Well, yeah. I mean, you could tell that it's not something they're just crapping together. Right. They have they're intentional about what right. they're doing. Which which. Compared to my original thing about hating it more than country music, their most country music I have no respect for. <laughs> now that's not universal. It's just on average I have no respect for country music. 
but sometimes it's catchy. I didn't find none. This isn't supposed to be catchy. There's nothing catchy. No, it's it's not. Yeah, no, that's not the point. It's not your piano man's or yes. your let it or uh, complicated. Skater boy. Yeah, it's not skater boy. Yeah, let's skater boy. Let's just, yeah. just use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you know, when my wife sometimes when I do not immediately turn off the country station, a song will come on where I'm like, that's not bad. But then getting drunk on a plane comes on. <laughs> and I'm like, that's bad. It's that's funny. Not a real song. It's yes, it is. I learned that what? when I got into the car one day. <laughs> I'm getting drunk <laughs> on a plane. Like a I'm dead serious. But that like, sounds like a Family Guy parody song. I know, I know. But it was a real thing. And and a lot of the music that 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 comes on is is just like it's so paint by numbers that it's just trashy. Yeah, so trashy. But there are there there's such a good thing as good country music. Mm-hmm. Um, with this, I, there's nothing grass, that man. they're doing where I'm going, oh, this is just a trashy paint by number thing. It's like, no, they're, this is all very crafted and intentional. It's just not my bag, baby. It's just not my bag right then Making and there. rock worse. Right? Yeah. Silver Sun pickups. Yep. I'll beep, tell you beep. what, if you need something to, if you're having trouble focusing and you're working on something, this might be the music. <laughs> Cause it's going to keep your, it's going to keep you moving, but it's not going to distract you that much. Right. Because it, it it's not, I don't want to call it trance music, but there's like a trance-ishness to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I think this is the reason why it's hard to really classify them because it's not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I was really struggling. It, it's, you know, they don't fit any one particular mold or, or any kind of fusion of like two or three. That's it's, why Gary has to read off yeah. all that comedy bullcrap terms for whatever <laughs> describes what they are. Oh, yeah. That's all real, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, all real, apparently. I... I, I like I said I have a hard time recommending this unless unless I know you real well and I think you're gonna like it but uh, or you're me and he's gonna have fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> so look uh, it yep All there right. it is there it is ladies and gentlemen we tonight we talked about Avril Lavigne we talked Woo! about George Michael Avril Lavigne let go yeah album yeah. Faith. Faith. We talk about Billy Joel, the stranger. We talk about Silver Sun pickup swoon. Mm -hmm. Go out, listen to him. Get on the Discord and let us know what you think. Hate on my ass for my not liking the Silver Sun pickup swoon that much. I would love to hear at least one person on Discord say, "Yeah, not bad." Yeah, just one. Just one. It makes you feel like a million bucks. Yeah, I would. And I, I can hear one person say, "No, that's stupid. You're dumb." I want, I, I want someone to, go, I want someone to go. Billy Joel is lame, garbage music that is made for 16 year old girls. Because then I can fight them. Yes, that's what <laughs> I want. Actually, I, I do have Avril Lavigne. I do have one friend who does like Silverhound pickups. Obviously, obviously, you yeah, went to Chicago so, with him, so that at least makes you feel good. That's right. That's right. You've got that to cling to. And all those people that went there too, because it was a packed house. So go to the website, betterkind.com, join us on Discord, and let us know what you think about Wait. the albums that we've discussed. What was tonight? the audience like at that concert? I'm curious. Well, it was mostly standing room only because there's not a lot of chairs. No, there. I mean, was everybody people, just slowly swaying? No, there was, no, it was actually, it's a, uh, on average, a fairly young crowd. Yeah, uh, Barry and I Hipsters? were probably the uh, there, yeah. There was definitely a lot of like hipster kind of people okay. who. That's all I wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> but but I had I had made assumptions that I just wanted to verify them. But I mean, because you look at the way they're dressed, I mean, well, Gary it, it can't see the picture bed. we're looking at, but yeah, they do give off. Well, his, he's looking uh, at them on the the internet. It's obvious go. he is. Uh, but uh, there was question. there was a lot of people of all types there though. So 
But I would say at least but 30% of the crowd was at least. It was, no, I was going to say 30, <laughs> maybe 40%. You could tell we're hipsters. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this music, again, you know me. I'll slap a stereotype on something as soon as I get the opportunity, especially if I'm just going to be bombastic on the podcast. Yeah. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what to do with it. I didn't know what to do with the music. I'm like, I don't know. Who. Oh, I almost broke Corey, guys. Yeah, it almost broke me. So get back close. get back to the uh, exit so, of the show, Monkey. Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. So in the meantime, while or- well, well, uh, Oregon, Garrick. <laughs> they call me Oregon. I was trying to say wow. while Garrick's grinding the organ, but then my mind started throwing up red flags and I got confused mid-sentence. I like grinding the organ if you know what I'm he saying. He told us to get on with the closeout and he called us monkeys. <laughs> like we're dancing monkeys Come and he's on, the organ boy. grinder. Clearly. Grind a good organ. Yeah. Join us on Discord. We want to hear what you guys think. Uh, also, run out, give us a nice little review wherever you get the podcast. And of course, uh, on Twitter, you can follow us at FlyCasual1138. And enjoy us on Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Look it up. You can find it. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there is Mike. Yeah, Mike's had his hand, his head in his hands for the last 20 minutes. He expelled <laughs> all of his energy on Avril Lavigne and George Michaels. Well, what? I, Wait, what? Mike, oh. Mike has to sleep to work the alcohol back out of his system. <laughs> That's how it I works. Gotta, I got to drive home tonight, guys. I hear that, I hear that pooping yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah it out. you poop it out. The poop. Yeah, a friend of the show is an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Over there's Howie. Um, so Billy Joel, this is what he says about Silverstone pickups. He says, it's still rock and roll to me. I'm not sure that he said that. Yeah, he did. I'm not positive. You listen to the song. He said that specifically. <laughs> but I'm not sure he mentioned them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, there's Garrick. Here's what George Michael has to say about Silver Sun pickups. One more try. Just one more. Hmm. No, no. I want your sex. That's what that's ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. we are Jelly. 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 Jelly.